Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Glad you could be here with us tonight. Nice to meet you. My name is Dave McMahon. I'm the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And uh, I'm going to be chatting with Mark and Lindsay uh, Charbonneau. They are the hosts of a popular podcast called Puppy Scammers. So uh, that is going to be interesting a lot of people are going to be tuning in and have tuned in already, both live on Facebook and live on the terrestrial radio signal, as well as live online directly through the radio station's website, which is www.610cktb.com. Uh, dog Talk will broadcast till 8 p.m. as we always do, and we always have dog trivia contests. It'll be your chance to win some cool prizes as usual. We're going to have a fun time. Please say hello to my guests, Mark and Lindsay Charbonneau, the hosts of the popular Puppy Scammers podcast. Hi there. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I want to welcome you to the Dog Talk program tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you can you. hear us okay? Everything sounds all right? You sound awesome. Great. You sound awesome. very profesh. professional. Oh, good. Yeah, we got our lab mics on here, so we're, uh, we're ready to go. Hey, you guys are awesome. Listen, when I uh, when I received the the article that uh, was written about uh, puppy scammers, uh, it was submitted to me, and I had read that article that was in the newspaper. Right away, I knew that I wanted to bring you on the dog talk show so that you could share your experience with our listeners and viewers, and uh, and really educate the public. People need to hear about this. They need to know about it. And I'm so glad you guys are here, as I said already. So, Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, it was great talking to you this past couple of weeks and trying to figure out, you know, a day to get on here. And uh, so we're happy to be here. Yeah, very, very glad that you're here. So um, on the Puppy Scammers uh, Facebook page, I would like to read uh, a paragraph that I thought was so appropriate. In fact, we used it to plug the uh, Dog Talk program today. So I'd like the listeners to hear this. Ontario is infested with puppy mills and puppy brokers. They are responsible for selling sick and dying puppies to unsuspecting dog lovers. Well, ain't that the truth? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We were one of those victims, unfortunately. So that's, that's how this whole thing came about. Yeah, and uh, this is a podcast with an ugly name. but a beautiful purpose. And I, was, I thought that was pretty cool that you had that on there, too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so to give you a little bit of background, I guess, um, we were we did purchase a sick dog. Um, and four days after bringing it home, we had it at the vet uh, seven times, I believe, in the matter in, you know, under a week, back and forth. <clears throat> and, the, and I should say that three days after getting the puppy, uh, he spent four days. Um, or like overnight visits yeah. on IV antibiotics and IV fluids. And he was just like seemed very, very sick right from the get-go. So we spent a lot of our time back and forth to vets and um, not really even thinking that, you know, if, if he's sick, other dogs must be sick. Yeah. Like we thought, oh no, what can we do to save our dog that's like sick as an individual? Yeah. And it wasn't until Lincoln died that we were like, what is happening in this world? Started, you know, making other phone calls and sending out some messages. And sure enough, we... Uh, we found out that a lot of people have been through the same thing that, that we have. Yeah. And the, the, our issue too is we, we didn't know how to give the vet any information because we didn't know where the dog came from. So we were trying to figure that out, but we didn't have that information to provide the vets. So they were just, you know, trying to diagnose the dog as best as possible um, to no avail. And then I think it was, uh, we had him just over a month. Um, and that's when he, we actually, we were forced to euthanize him. Uh, I, won't, I won't get into the graphic details of his last day, but uh, it was pretty, pretty tragic. Pretty brutal. Yeah. 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 Very brutal. Yeah. 
Can, can you walk us through the story of uh, like a bit of a play-by-play? I know that was a great synopsis and covered a great deal there. So you were looking for a dog. Yep. So we do what most people do and, you know, go to Kijiji or just scour the internet. And the, I mean, Kijiji is, is great for certain things and um, we still use it and we will continue to use it, but um, for animals, not so much. Um, and it's just so accessible. You just hit a button and there's a thousand puppies at your disposal in, you know, all over any, any area of, of Ontario and Canada. Yes. So, so that's what we did, um, foolishly, without doing our research. And the thing, if we knew now, you know, if we knew what we knew now then, then we wouldn't be in this issue. But um, so, yeah, we looked up Border Collies because that's what we wanted. We had a, a dog named Diva that had lymphoma at the time. And uh, we were hoping to get another border and, you know, ease the transition for our children as well as hoping this puppy would develop the habits of the older dog because she was a beautiful dog. But sadly, she uh, her health deteriorated rapidly, and so we had to put her down. And then a week later, we ended up putting down Lincoln. Right, it was a week, right? Uh, a week? No, it was about two weeks after two weeks? we we got Lincoln that Diva died, and then about three weeks after that, that okay. Lincoln died. But it seemed like no time at all because the dog was at the vet so often or overnight at the vet that we kept thinking, like, oh my gosh, you know, we've had this dog for three weeks, and it's stayed at our house for a total of one week. If you add up all the days on top yeah. of you know, not being at the vet. And then, and then to get back to Kijiji that we were talking about, um, the problem is you're messaging somebody on the other, on the other side and, you know, half the time they're using false names. Um, yeah. they're, they're using um, numbers, like do they have extra phones? Um, so even like on the second episode, there was a girl that was on, her name was Jay. And the person that she was contacting was using a false name, which they later found out. I, I don't know if you checked out the episode, but we later found out it was a guy who was convicted of animal cruelty um, in uh, a few years before that. Um, so he wasn't even supposed to be selling dogs. That's why he's using a false name. And there's no way to really enforce it. It's just somebody on the other side of the screen, right? So that was a, that's a big issue. So when you're, if people are going on Kijiji to look for animals, you don't know where, you, where these people are. You, know, you don't know where the animals are coming from, and you don't know who these people are. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> So when you went to the, to the kennel, let's say, right, to the, to the kennel to get the dog, yeah. can, can you walk us through what happened? Can you give us a bit of a play-by-play? Well, my wife picked the dog up from the people's house. Um, okay. They didn't, uh, they were they, they a broker, so they purchased the dogs from the farm and then we got it through them. And we didn't know, we just thought, you know, we're just gonna pick up a dog and so, and that's great. But, um, but we later found out it was through an Amish farmer where this puppy came from. Right. So, and that's the thing we, we don't, we don't know exactly where the dog came from. So when the dog got to our house, I recognized right away that there was some neurological issues. His back legs were almost like he was like either had vertigo or, or drunk. So his, his legs would be sweeping behind him sort of. And he like would almost walking up beside him as yeah. he was walking forward. Perfect example is I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise, but when the boat is moving, rocking a lot and you're trying to keep, keep your footing that's kind of like what the dog looked like it kind of just looked like he was trying to keep get his footing everywhere he, he moved right yeah so, so very very wobbly back end right yes. yeah very so we knew right away there I, like right, right away i knew there was an issue so we took him to the vet right away and then we actually saw three different vets because we were trying to diagnose the dog had him tested all, for all kinds of things and then before we could uh finish all the testing he ended up we ended up having to euthanize him so and he actually passed before they gave him the medication to actually euthanize. Like they just gave him some pain medication yeah. and then he passed right away. It's terrible. So, terrible. Yeah. Uh, how old do you suspect the dog was when you got your dog? Um, I, it's hard to say. Yeah. I think probably about six weeks. We six. were told, yeah, we were told, I think eight weeks is what we were told. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, he, on but, Kijiji, they legally have to say eight weeks because that's in their, their rules and regulations that the dog has to be eight weeks. But, yeah. Um, yeah we, we, three reasons why people would sell a puppy at six weeks. A, they want the money now. B, they're tired of cleaning up after the puppies. <laughs> and yeah. and, uh, and uh, the third reason would be uh, just plain ignorance, I suppose. They don't realize that the puppies have to stay with the mom for eight weeks. Well, right. and that's the other thing. That's, that's a, good, a good point because... Um, through doing our research, you know, if you're going to buy a puppy, you want to make sure you see the mom. You want to make sure you see the puppies with the mom and you want to see 
you know, the, the area where they're living, excuse me, because, uh, you know, if, if they're taken from their mom and they're just like some, some of these breeders and well, backyard breeders and brokers, they'll, they'll buy the dogs, take them to their house. The, the mom's not around them at all. So they, you know, they don't get that socialization and sometimes they keep them in these little crates and stuff. So, you know, not, it's not good. Yeah. What did you pay for the puppy? This is Lincoln you're talking about. Yeah, Lincoln was originally um, $2,500. Yeah. And actually, when we got Diva 11 years ago, she was, what, 350? dollars yeah. $350. And she was a border collie that, you know. Came from a, an actual farm. Like, we actually were there to see the farm. But um, and that's the problem, I guess. In, in, inflation with COVID as well is a big issue. Um, prices are, people are paying astronomical prices for dogs. Um, that, you know, they, you, they wouldn't normally cost that much, but be, because they can get them, they can get that price right now for these dogs, right? Cause they're, it's in high demand. So, um, especially all these boutique dogs, all these golden doodles and anything with a doodle in it, people are loving right now. So yeah. they'll, they'll pay fi- upwards of $5,000 for some of these dogs. And these people are preying on naive people and they're preying on people that are vulnerable. Yeah. And that was us. Yeah, that was we us. wanted to like like Mark was saying ease that transition not just for us but for our kids too you know knowing that this is going to be something really difficult for yeah. them um, and wanting to them to develop a bond with both dogs and et cetera et cetera so when you know when we brought this dog home there was that excitement and that that joy and it was just kind of whisked away within days when sorry kids but we have to bring this dog to the hospital meanwhile we have our yeah. our sick other dog at home too so yeah um and it's we take full responsibility for that absolutely for not knowing not it's not even doing the research we just didn't know we didn't realize it was such a big problem right so um once we started on like doing some research and figuring that this is not an uncommon problem we, we just started digging even more and then I don't know, even know why we came up with the idea to do a podcast, but I just figured with all the information that we're, we're armed with now, we need to share it with people and hopefully, you know, someone, if one person, if we save one person from making this mistake, then, you know, we've done our job. So. Well, you certainly have to write a book and congratulations on the podcast, by the way. Thanks. Thank you. It'd be a great idea to write a book as well. Hey, you never know. Maybe she can do the writing and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll just dictate it or something. But her handwriting is much nicer than mine, too. So. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and continue the conversation with Mark and Lindsay uh, Charbonneau. They are the uh, hosts of a podcast called Puppy Scammers. And you are listening to the Dog Talk radio show. I'm going to uh, do a contest just as we slide off to a brief commercial break. It'll be your chance to win a $25 uh, gift card. So that is a $25 gift card to the Boston Pizza. And here is the question. What was the name of the first dog that was sent to space? What was the name of that very first dog that they sent in a rocket to space? You know the answer. Call now. 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. The hint. The dog's name starts with a letter L as in Larry. And uh, if you get the right answer, you win the $25 gift card to Boston Pizza. The question again was, uh, what was the name of the first dog that was sent to space? We'll take a short break. We'll come back with more dog talk right after this. CKTV Neighborhood News. On Friday, December 11th, the Great Holiday Food Drive Express in support of Community Care St. Catharines and Thorold starts at 6 in the morning at St. Catharines Market Square. Head online to 610CKTV.com to follow the bus route and see where you can donate. And the First Ontario Performing Arts Centre presents virtual performances for Ron Stecksmith on December 5th and Home for the Holidays December 8th. For more Neighborhood News, go to 610CKTV.com. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and routine visits. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. 
Com. OLG Lottery asks, what if this holiday season you gave a different kind of gift? A gift stuffed with maybes, what ifs, and imagine that's. A gift that could be all the gifts. A little something that fits every dream. A gift that could give back again and again. This holiday season, give OLG Lottery and give the gift of what if. Instant tickets, lottery tickets, and OLG gift cards. Stockings love lottery. Ooh, winter weather is coming. It's time to stock up at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet is full to the rafters with everything cat and dog. So come in and get your winter supply of your favorite treats, toys, and food. And don't forget those last-minute stocking stuffers. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is not just physiotherapy, fitness, and swimming. At the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, you can purchase Muttluck boots, Fit Paws exercise equipment, Help Em Up harnesses, Gluco bites, as well as custom-made braces and custom-fitted wheelchairs. If you want to protect your dog's feet this winter, need help to get your dog in or out of the car, or want to exercise them indoors at home, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900. Ooh, winter weather is coming. It's time to stock up at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet is full to the rafters with everything cat and dog. So come in and get your winter supply of your favorite treats, toys, and food. And don't forget those last-minute stocking stuffers. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show, everyone. We're in the midst of a contest. It's your chance to win $25 gift card to Boston Pizza, uh, which is always good. I like the uh, the spinach salad at the Boston Pizza. With my pizza, I want to have some spinach salad. It's awesome. Uh, what was the name of the first dog that they sent to space? Call now if you know the answer, 905-688-2582. And we're going to go to, let me see here. We're going to go to now. Forgive me on the pronunciation. Is it era or era? It's era. <laughs> Hi, era. It's hi. Dave the dog man. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I say hi, era, like I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Have we met? Uh, I've been on your show before. Oh, god, I called in for a contest about a month ago. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so you so so your uh, your thirty days has expired. Now you're ready to win another prize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to win the twenty five dollar gift card to Boston Pizza. So, what was the name of dog? Uh, what was the name of that dog that they first put up in space? Uh, Leica. You got it. Good for you. Give her a big fat round of applause one more time, everybody. Nice job. That was their name. That was the first dog they sent to space. Stay on the line and our technical producer, Greg Campagna, he's going to take some info and he's going to explain how you're going to get your $25 gift card to the Boston Pizza. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. So welcome back to the program, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, and this is the Dog Talk Radio Show. We broadcast till 8 p.m. I'm in conversation with Mark and Lindsay Charbonneau. They are the hosts of a very popular podcast called Puppy Scammers. Uh, how can the listeners uh, tune in to Puppy Scammers? I, I believe it's available on every platform. Yeah, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find it. Um, Anchor is the main hub, and then from Anchor, it goes to Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere really. So, and then of course we do a lot of stuff on our Facebook with uh, sharing dogs that are going to be that need adopting and things like that. So, yeah. Now, are you putting out on average like one podcast a week, or does it vary? 
I was. I was doing one a week, but with work and stuff, it got to be too much, and my wife wanted to see me, so um, <laughs> so we switched to bi-weekly. So the next one comes out uh, this Wednesday, and it's uh, actually it's a pretty tragic story uh, about a girl. Her name's Savannah, and her um, her puppy. She she went and picked up a Staffordshire Bull Terrier um, yeah. in Pembroke. Um, it she brought it home, and she had to euthanize it within four days because it had parvo. And of the 12 puppies, 10 of them had, were parvo positive, six of them died. Terrible. So, so yeah, that's what's happened so far. So, um, so that's pretty tragic. And, and I know like, it's kind of a bummer to just talk about those types of things. So we do have a few other things we're doing that, are, that focus more on the positive aspects of uh, owning an animal. Um, the, the last podcast for the year, um, I've already recorded it. We did it with Save a Dog Network and uh, the Niagara SPCA. And uh, that's where we got our, we adopted our dog, Nora, who's asleep behind us right now. Um, that's where we, we got her. So we wanted to talk to them and see what the, what the process was for them to bring the dog from Manitoba to the SPCA and all the coordinating they did to, to do that. And to talk about the this real big issue of, uh, you know, all the dogs in Manitoba. So it's pretty astounding how many strays they have out that way. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And how old is your dog here, Nora? She is now what three months? Yeah, so she'd be fourteen weeks. Yeah, yeah, she's doing pretty good. Oh, she's oh, awesome! She's yeah. great. Yeah. Although I did have a, I, 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 we might have to bring her to your school to uh, correct a couple of small little issues. We've been, uh, she's, st- we, she, we still can't get her to go to the bathroom outside, but she can sit, she can lay down, she can do shake it a, a little bit. Yeah, shake a paw. She does all th- everything but go to the washroom outside. So. Well, I can help you with that. So that's no problem. Excellent. Perfect. Good. The two of you look very trainable, so I don't suspect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, normal send us off for training. <laughs> so uh, there's no doubt about it. The uh, the puppy mills are uh, everywhere, and there there's lots of them in the province of Ontario. If you guys want to kind of uh, collaborate on doing this for me, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. There are some people that may not have a clear understanding of what a puppy mill is. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could uh, elaborate and give a good definition, uh, give a few paragraphs on that. We know that the primary goal for a puppy mill operator is money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and as much money as they can. Yeah, so they push the dogs out and then they get more dogs. Um, it actually started um, back when, was it Mad Cow? Was it well, yeah, out in southwestern Ontario. Yeah, yeah. so these Amish, a lot of the southwestern, Ontario um, farmers, like farms or puppy mills, they're run by like Amish and Mennonite, just because that's the area that's just where they populated. And um, so when Mad Cow hit, that that took down you know a big part of their financial income. So to to substitute that, they started breeding dogs, and so that's how this issue has you know become such a big problem out there because they turn them over very quickly and they overbreed. And then um, the conditions are terrible um, because they don't value these animals as pets. They're, they're livestock. They're treated as livestock um, yep. in these cages. Um, there's no running water. There's no heat. And um, so, they, so what happens is in, in a lot of the cases when it's you know an Amish puppy mill, they have brokers and people that work for them, and they have these polished websites that look great. Um, you know, everything looks great, and that's the thing. Like for us, we just take people at face value. We just trust people automatically and just think everyone's in it for good. But obviously that's not the case with everyone. So you need to go and see the dog. You need to see the, where the dog's living. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things you need to do before you just say, yes, I'm going to buy this puppy and then show up and buy it. Um, because uh, they're, they're very smart with what they do. And um, some, some of them are even just dropping the dogs off and using COVID as an excuse. So you know, you don't get any paperwork, you don't get a contract, you don't get a guarantee, you don't get and anything. And you're not going to see where, where the animals live. So you're not going to go to this barn and walk into the barn and see what is reality of rows and rows of yeah. cages of, you know, dogs stuck in one small cage with like the wire bottom to it, that that's what they're stepping on constantly. Um, they're fed like hamsters, you know, they're, um, they're in the dark, they're in the cold. Pardon? Disgusting. It's absolutely, yeah. yeah and, like, and, and that's just one facet of it. They have, there's other people that are just breeders, like backyard breeders, that you, you won't see the rows of dogs when you go there, but 
this instance of this the, the episode that's coming out on Wednesday, um, these people lived in an apartment. They had four, uh, three to four um, adult dogs and three different litters of puppies in the same area in this apartment. So it's not even they're not just they're not even using a backyard. Like you know what I mean? It's just literally they're all laying around in the same areas, and that's why they're all infected. The one I guess the daughter brought in. Uh, an adult dog that was parvo-positive and just infected the entire house. So, and and I'm I'm sure you probably know that it's very contagious. So once yep. you get that in there, it's hard to get out, and it's you know you you literally have to clear everything out and disinfect the entire place. Yeah, and parvo can live in the ground for a number of years as well. Right, right. So so I my advice would be to anybody that's looking to get a dog, um, you just need you just need to know where you're getting it, and you need to. It, you, most breeders are trying to enhance the breed, so they will only breed once, maybe twice a year with that same dog, and they'll answer all your questions. Any, like I've talked to some great breeders, and they're constantly messaging me back, answering all of my questions. You know, where is this dog? What vet is the dog going to? Um, you know, what food are you feeding them? What you know? Tell me about the dog's lineage, like the you know where it's coming from. They'll tell you all those questions. They'll answer all your questions. If they start to get annoyed with you, then you know, they're, they're not in it for the breed. They're in it for money. And 99% of the breeders on Kijiji are doing just that. They're brokers, mills. They're just in it for the money. Um, a, a good, Selling it on the back of cars. Yeah. A good breeder will not be on Kijiji because they don't have to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these uh, brokers and puppy mills, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of these brokers and puppy mills, they're, they're masquerading. Quite a few masquerade as a dog rescue. Yes. Yep. Yep. That, there was a big one in the news actually recently that got busted. I can't remember where it was. It was in the States, but um, major fines and major issue with that one for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, we haven't come across that yet as far as um, rescues masquerading, but um, we've, we've heard all kinds of different stories and it's mostly people with a name on Kijiji with a phone number and you call them and, you know, the presto, there's your dog. And, and then the issue becomes all the finance, all the money you're going to have to put into this dog and, and, you know, the heartbreak and, and, you know, especially if you have kids, that's for me, I felt guilty. I still feel guilty because we were trying to do something nice for the kids and it completely, you know, was you know, backfired. <laughs> it was heartbreak so, for you and the kids and, and financially yeah. wallet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now we're just trying to, uh, you know, help other people and then, and also letting other people share their stories because a lot of people want to tell their story because, um, you know, the breeders and, and the brokers don't want to help you. They don't, once, once you t buy the sick dog, whether the breeder or the broker knows that it's sick, they don't want to, you know, shell out the money to pay the vet bills and all this stuff. So a lot of them just change their numbers or, or just say too bad, I'm not helping you. And, and then you're, and then you're stuck. Whereas just some of these other actual breeders I talk to, you get a contract, you get a guarantee, you get, you get something like a two in writing. year guarantee. Yeah. And yeah, some of them places. you can get up to three year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you, but you, there's a waiting list for some of these places and you have to accept that you're going to get a great dog and a healthy dog, but you might just have to wait a little bit longer or you can do what we did and adopt a, a, a puppy from some of these local rescues. Cause a lot of these places are bringing in puppies. I know a lot of people want the puppy experience and they don't want to adopt an older dog. Although you can skip a lot of the nonsense with an older dog <laughs> and a lot of the, the, the things we're dealing with now, but um, yeah, but, but you can still get puppies and you just have to look for them and just go to the rescues and uh, you know, don't, don't buy off Kijiji. That's first and foremost. Yeah. We're going to take a short little break. We'll come back, continue our conversation with Mark and Lindsay uh, Charbonneau. They are the hosts of the Puppy Scammers podcast. So, uh, Puppy Scammers podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Time for another little contest. It'll be your chance now to win the $25 gift card to Jeff Rose Barbecue. Jeff Rose Barbecue in Niagara Falls, downtown Queen Street, Niagara Falls. What breed of dog was first used in circuses? Don't say poodles, because that wouldn't be the right answer. I'll give you a hint. This particular breed of dog comes in the color white exclusively. You can't get them in any other color. It's a small breed of dog. It starts with the letter B as in dog. Again, what breed of dog was first used in circuses? In fact, I owned two of these once upon a time. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. What breed of dog was first used in circuses? 
Get the right answer, win the $25 gift card to the Jeff Rose Barbecue, and they have amazing burgers and phenomenal brisket. Oh, they do. Take a short little break. We'll be back with more dog talk right after this. No reason to get excited. The kind is There are many here among us who feel that life is but a joke. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is not just physiotherapy, fitness, and swimming. At the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, you can purchase Muttluck boots, FitPaws exercise equipment, help em up harnesses, glucobites, as well as custom-made braces and custom-fitted wheelchairs. If you want to protect your dog's feet this winter, need help to get your dog in or out of the car, or want to exercise them indoors at home, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900. Seriously, Mom, this is the best Christmas dinner you've ever made. Yeah, Mom, so delish. Oh, thank you, guys. Brian, you gotta eat those peas. Come on, Mom, you're not even eating anything. I ate yesterday, love. It's your turn. Even on the merriest of days, everyone needs an army. Donate today at SalvationArmy.ca or call 1-800-SAL-ARMY. Ooh, winter weather is coming. It's time to stock up at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet is full to the rafters with everything cat and dog. So come in and get your winter supply of your favorite treats, toys, and food. And don't forget those last-minute stocking stuffers. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is not just physiotherapy, fitness, and swimming. At the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, you can purchase Muttluck boots, FitPaws exercise equipment, help em up harnesses, glucobites, as well as custom-made braces and custom-fitted wheelchairs. If you want to protect your dog's feet this winter, need help to get your dog in or out of the car, or want to exercise them indoors at home, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900. Sometimes the most beautiful places hide the darkest secrets. Tuesday on CTV, Big Little Lies creator David E. Kelly brings us the season's most anticipated new drama. Brace for impact. When two teenage girls go missing, Ryan Phillippe and Kylie Bunbury cover a series of abductions and a wall of silence. We got ourselves a predicament. Get into an all-new Big Sky, Tuesday at 10, only on CTV. TED Radio Hour with Guy Raz, Saturdays at noon and Sunday nights at 7. Each week, a new theme and more fascinating people. What is your motive for action? I love taking on the status quo and trying to turn it upside down. My whole childhood, I was called bossy. TED Radio Hour, Saturdays at noon and Sunday night at 7. We're not ready for the next epidemic. The scariest thing I've done is ride a rocket ship to space. News Talk 610 CKTV, the voice of Niagara. Winter weather is coming. It's time to stock up at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet is full to the rafters with everything cat and dog. So come in and get your winter supply of your favorite treats, toys, and food. And don't forget those last-minute stocking stuffers. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Music of Jimi Hendrix. Our uh, technical producer tells me it was uh, Jimi Hendrix's birthday, I believe it was last week. That's what Mr. Greg Campagna reminded me of. We're in the midst of the contest to give away the $25 gift card to Jeff Rose Barbecue, my favorite barbecue joint in the city of Niagara Falls. As I mentioned, they have phenomenal beef brisket, terrific burgers, 
uh, it's great. Anyway, let's go to the telephone. Let's go to, uh, let me see on the screen here, where are we? Let's go to Colin in the Rose City of Welland. Uh, good evening, Colin. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave. How's it going, Dave? Oh, it's going good. How are you tonight? I'm good, man. So the question, I'd like to repeat it again. What breed of dog was first used in circuses? Starts with the letter B. Is it a Bichon? You got it. You got it, buddy. Put your hands together for Colin. Colin, you just won the $25 gift card to Jeff Rose Barbecue. Compliments of Jeff Rose Barbecue. That's right, the Bichon. The Bichon Frise. Some call them the Bichon Frise. And uh, they are uh, a little white dog, and they only come in white. And, yes, that's right. They were the first circus dogs to ever be used. And then other breeds joined after that. Well, Colin, looks like you're going to Jeff Rose Barbecue. Stay on the line. Our producer is going to explain how you're going to get your prize. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Just want to remind the listeners, if you're listening on a radio or if you're listening online, we also broadcast uh, live online through Facebook Watch Party. So if you go to the radio station's website, 610cktb.com, you don't have to go www. You don't even need to do that. Just go 610cktb.com, poof, right there, and you can see the live video, and you can enjoy the show uh, on your tablet or your device and every Monday night, we broadcast live to air. I started the Dog Talk radio show 29 years ago. Time flies when you're having fun. We're in conversation with Mark and Lindsay uh, Charbonneau. They are the hosts of the popular podcast called Puppy Scammers. Kind of a, uh, an ugly name, but a beautiful purpose. That's what I, got it. I've learned myself. Yeah. You've got a story or two you probably want to share with us? What's that? Sorry. Did you want to share another story with us? Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many, so many interesting ones. Well, there's one. Um, it was actually pretty popular. It was featured on CBC's The National. Okay. Um, and actually, there's three segments. Um, and uh, so, on on this particular case, it was uh, the French bulldogs, and the person was, um, you know, claiming to breed them, but she was actually just importing them yeah. uh, from the Ukraine, apparently, and. Um, so the, the girl that I spoke to, um, Debbie McQueen, she she bought one of the dogs and um, so noticed the dog was having issues, um, tried calling her, tried to get some information from her. And so she went to the vet where the dog was initially looked at. The vet told her that the dog had a heart murmur and um, this person, um, Oksana, I believe her name was, did not disclose that information to Debbie. Debbie took the dog home and realized that you know, the dog had major issues. So the vet tells her, no, that yeah, we, you know, the dog has a heart murmur. And then she, so she compared both documentation, like both documents that she got, the new one from the vet and the one that was given to her by Oksana. And Oksana had doctored the document completely and removed the heart murmur from um, the puppy's uh, information. Yeah. So, altering the records. Alter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And um, so Long story short, she's been in and out of court. The dog uh, is is still alive, but it has some severe problems, and um, she's now going to be charged for uh, doc doctoring this uh, documentation. The vet and actually everybody showed up to support Debbie um, in this per in, in her like fight against this girl that's uh, still selling apparently too to this day still, under different names. Yeah, still doing it. So that's the thing. I mean, you can shut them down, but they'll keep they'll keep going. It's such a lucrative business, and it's you know it's on the buyer to realize that this is the issue and to stop doing this. Right? If if we're if the people are funding these people, they're going to keep going. So, yeah. Do you think that the humane societies are doing a good job uh, trying to tackle the puppy mill problem here in Ontario? It's not really the humane societies, though. It's more of like a provincial issue. Yeah. yeah. Like we need to have legislations changed in order to, um, you know, stop the mills from running, basically. Right now, since the dogs are being treated as livestock, there's different livestock rules and regulations out there. So as long as they're abiding by those, yeah. you know, you, like cows don't need heat. Cows don't need this. Cows don't, And that's how they look at them, like where it would yeah. be nice if they had heated space if you know it's, it's right, coming up right. to winter time and 
you have to think all those dogs that are outside right now are not going to be doing yeah. so well. And that's the problem. It's not illegal to sell dogs. So that's right. And, and like, and we could breed dogs. I mean, I never would, but um, you know, so the problem is these, some of these farms, all they have to do is, and it works per municipality. So they pay a licensing fee and then they can start breeding dogs on their property. As long as they have the space to do it, they need to have a certain, there's certain criteria that each municipality has, but it's not hard to follow that. If you have acreage, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You pay $110, $130, depending on the municipality and away yeah. you go. So, and that's all, that's and all it, that's you're going to make that money back right away. And what we like Mark was saying earlier about back in the day when they used to sell just the actual like um, cows, for example, um, a cow would end up costing $500 to purchase. And then, you know, a thousand dollars to feed over time, et cetera, et cetera. The return so, is not great. And the return was, you know, they'd make maybe a thousand dollar profit off of it. If you think about how much it costs to breed two dogs, and then you're selling each of them at 3,500 per dog out of a litter of maybe six, that's a, that's a substantial more amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, the fact that dogs are, are deemed as a livestock, that's a big right. problem. Yeah. They treat them that way for sure. Um, yeah, and, and that's and that's the thing. That's one one facet of this is the the giant mills, um, and then you know same thing with the backyard breeders. They, they'll do the same thing. They turn them over, and like with this story we we're talking with Oksana, she's importing them. So she's bringing in these dogs from the Ukraine. And actually, there was an, on another episode I was speaking to a lady. Uh, her name's Brenda, and um, she brought up um, a, a plane that came in from the Ukraine was bringing in French bulldogs. And um, 38 of them died on tran in transit on the way over here. And um, she was saying the only reason they found that out was there was a lady there picking up a cat, I think it was, from like from Poland or something, and um, saw these agents bringing the, dog the dead dogs in garbage bags out to the back, just like throwing them away, right? Like just, you know. So there was a short ban. There was a short ban from, from uh, the Ukraine. I don't know how long it's going to be going for but we're trying to figure that out she's brenda's actually sends me a lot of emails sort of keeping me up to date on what's happening with policy and uh through the canadian government and you know importing of puppies and dogs so we have enough dogs in canada and that that need homes we don't need to be bringing them in from other countries in your opinion how many uh, how many puppy mills do you think there are in ontario if you were to say a number more than what thousands yeah more thousands. than more than thousands yeah. yeah many 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 yeah and it's not just in southwestern like if you go out near ottawa area if you're traveling through yeah. montreal and actually um after you know the dust started to settle a bit with us what we did was we went on kijiji and started you know just messaging this was a cute dog that's a cute dog we're going to message and message and message and we asked all those um simple questions of can we have the vet name please um can we come and see the dogs beforehand can we come see the dogs with the mom there um you know can we can we mm -hmm. meet meet them before we give you a 500 dollars deposit um to these strangers that we're just going to e-transfer money and then show up on a certain day and then hope yeah. hope things go well and you just touched on another issue that's happening right now is that people are taking deposits and they don't have any dogs so they have they have pictures and video of, of animals that they post as for like for sale and um, they're scamming people out of money. So I've that's been getting messages. It's just bull crap. Really. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just there a, is no dog. That's the thing because of COVID right now, everybody wants, they think because a lot of people are working from home and it's a great time to get an animal. And um, so it, puppies are in high demand. So a lot of people are taking advantage of that. And like I said, I've, I've received a couple messages from people that, you know, they said that they lost their, I would think the one lady paid $300 and said she lost her deposit. She paid it. She went to this destination where she was supposed to get the dog. Nobody was there. And it was a complete fabrication of uh, the address. Everything was lies. And he even said, oh, don't worry. I, I'm not a scammer. I'm a good human. I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. It, like, I'll make sure to meet you. And then he sent her a picture of his flat tire and said, oh, I, I have a flat tire. I should be there any minute, though. And then nothing. Yeah, they, that's the thing. These people, they'll play into your vulnerability vulnerabilities because, um, you know, you want the dog so badly and you just, you, a lot of people will just avoid the red flags or just not see them like us. We didn't see the red flags and um, completely overlooked them. And, you know, we just saw a bunch of cute puppies that I was like, oh, they're so sweet. I want to take all of them. And um, you set your heart that you're going to go. And then even 
Um, we've spoken to other people that have like gone to go pick up the puppy and realized this is bad news. I should get, I should back out, but I'm going to take that puppy with me and I'm going to bring it home yeah. because I'm going to save that puppy when the puppy was sick even beforehand. And so then, then, they then, weren't um, saving. They were actually still giving the money yeah, to financing them, yeah. financing this yeah. or, organization or mill, whichever. Yeah. It's a complete vicious circle. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. They prey on people like us. So, and that's the thing. My, my, the strongest advice I can say is just do your research. Just do your research. If you do your research, you you won't get a sick dog. Simple. So, and I don't mean just go on Kijiji and talk to somebody on there. You got to dig and look for these. There's there are legit breeders out there. I know some people want puppies. You can find them, but it's not going to be on Kijiji. So, you know, go to the at least the CKC. Uh, you know, the, uh, 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 go to some, visit some like forums, talk to people that have purchased from certain people. And like, if you look up breeders and get testimonials, talk to people like, oh, you know, did you get a dog from them? And, you know, that's the kind of research you need to do. Yeah, I even ran outside my house the one day because we could see these two beautiful dogs walking past and we just lost Lincoln. And I was like, oh, I don't know who that lady is, but I need to ask her about her dogs. And I went running out of my house and I'm like, excuse me. And she wrote down all like the breeding information and, uh, you yeah. know, she gave us other people that had also had dogs from that same place. Like you can meet people and you can speak to people and you can find out who yeah. the good ones are. Yeah. You know, the message is to proceed with caution, really. Yeah. Yes, Buyer absolutely. beware. Buyer and beware. Please, please, please don't just send money to anybody. Oh, my name is Joe and this is my phone number. Now send me your money and I promise I'll meet you there. Like yeah. really do your research. And if, if you say to them, well, I would like to speak to somebody else, et cetera, et cetera. And they say, forget it. And they cut you off and that's it. Well, that's you, red flag. Yeah. You're saving yourself a whole lot of heartache. Yeah. And you, you should be able to just go there and see the dogs. So if you're before you even buy them or send a deposit, if they're like, yeah, we have these puppies. Well, I would like to come and see them. Should, yeah. And they should be like, yeah, sure. Come and see them. I mean, you know, if, if they're, if they're legit breeders, they will allow you to do that. That's right. And even with COVID, you can still wear a mask. You can still wash your hands. You can still, that's right. You can still yeah. follow the rules. So a lot of these people are actually hiding behind, oh, sorry, because of COVID, I'm going to put the puppy in my in my car yeah. and I'll drive to meet you. And then you're buying yeah. a puppy literally out of the back at of the car. At a Tim Hortons parking lot, which at is a one, Tim of, parking one, lot. Of, one of the stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the COVID, COVID is uh, becoming a safe haven for the con artists. Yeah, yes. just hiding behind it. Yeah, and they're making it, a yeah. lot of money because everybody wants dogs, so. Yep. What's yes, the most sir. that you paid for a dog? Us? Yeah. I don't know. I think um, Lincoln was probably the most expensive dog and he, and he was supposed to be around $2,500, which, you know, the, I'm, I'm talking to actual breeders of border collies, you're looking at about $2,000 yeah. for a purebred that is like a pedigree. Um, so, you know, which is reasonable, I guess. Like I said, 11 years ago, I paid three fifty. dollars So I don't, I don't know what the, what the inflate, what the cause of that inflation is, but um, but yeah, that's, that seems to be the going rate for border collie, but now, you know, there's other dogs that are much pricier. Like, like I said, a lot of the boutique dogs, the Merle colored dogs, uh, 4,500, I yeah. think I saw one for, but we like for Nora, our new puppy that we got from the humane society, she cost us what? 600 and yeah, something yeah. dollars. And that's, and you're she helping to be spayed for... and neutered and they, she came with food she came with, like, and everything. Oh, absolutely. Microchips, like yeah. the whole nine yards. My, like, I wish I could have seen my face when she was like, we've done this for the dog and this. I was just so in, in awe. And I thought that's fantastic. We're getting a beautiful puppy. We're rescuing yeah. it. You know, it's, you'll, you'll eventually hear the story there, but. Um, yeah. And she's a great dog. Like yeah. a, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get a rescue. I want to get a purebred. And that was my thinking. I was always border collie, border collie, border collie. Since I was a little boy, that, that was just my breed. I just love them so much. And then um, when we were fortunate, fortunate enough to adopt her, it kind of changed my mindset that, um, you know, it's, it's nature, nature versus nurture. And she's a great dog. She's intelligent. She's smart. She's fun. She's cuddly. So, you know, you can get a good dog. It doesn't have to be, you know, the boutique dog that you're looking for. You can easily adopt and get a great dog. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reputable rescues. If anyone's looking for a reputable rescue, you can certainly reach out to me and I would point you in the proper direction. There's a lot of dogs available at the Humane Societies locally in the Niagara region. Uh, you know, so you're better off to do that. And if you're looking for a purebred registered dog with uh, CKC papers, I can certainly point you in the right direction of a reputable breeder. But uh, you're cautioning people be proceed with caution just by responding to Kijiji ads or 
classified right. ads for that matter. And no disrespect to Kijiji, but uh, yeah, it has its it has its value, and it's certainly not in puppies. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining us on the Dog Talk program tonight. Can you please let the listeners know how they can uh, find your podcast? Yeah, find us um, on Anchor, uh, which is the the main hub, and then Stitcher, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere. Wherever you listen to your podcast, look up Puppy Scammers, and you'll find us. And then you can find us on Facebook. Anyone can send us messages as well. We might not have uh, quite as deep of knowledge that you do, and maybe we'll send them your way for questions. Uh, but but when it comes to this puppy mill thing, we've been doing a lot of research and talking to a lot of people that have uh, you know shared our experiences. So we have a lot of knowledge that we can uh, – hand out to people as well. Keep up the great work you're doing with the Puppy Scammers podcast. I think it's educational and I think people should tune in uh, so they can stay informed and stay educated. Uh, and again, uh, congratulations on uh, launching it. Puppy Scammers podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you very much, Mark and Lindsay. And I hope to see you guys in my dog obedience classes with your new dog. We will be there. Yeah, <laughs> probably tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Take care. Well, that brings us to the end of the Dog Talk uh, radio show. All the shows are podcasted. You can go to the radio station's website to look at past episode 610ckTB.com. Now, if you have a question for me about your dog, you can always call or text 289-687-0505. That's 289-687-0505. As I said, text or call. Check out the website for the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy. It's just davemcmahon.ca. And all of the dog obedience classes are listed on my website, davemcmahon.ca. You have yourself a doggone great night. See you later. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Yeah.